Some of the greatest movies have been adapted from books. Strap yourselves in, you're not going to want to get off this ride. Hello and welcome to the Daily Weekly Podcast. We'll be sharing our thoughts on a variety of movies and TV shows. And of course, we'll be discussing the latest entertainment news. I'm Bradley. And I'm Rachel. It's part two of the last episode. More of the same. Well done. Good job. Yeah. Um, so basically, I've just been reading so much um, that we had some overflow. We had some extras. And yeah, these are the ones that didn't make the first cut. <laughs> and it's some that I picked myself. So maybe <gasps> I can talk a bit more. Oh, my God. Imagine that, eh? <laughs> well, oh, it's, it's an honour to be here. Thank you for having me, Rachel. Oh, you're so welcome. I mean, I have completely <laughs> cont- taken over this podcast, so you're, you're oh. more than welcome for being allowed on your own podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Right. So, as always, check out all the links in the video description if you're watching on YouTube. If you're watching or if you're streaming and listening to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, head over to the YouTube channel because there's some other cool things over there waiting for you. And be sure to use the hashtag, hashtag DailyWeeklyPodcast to keep the conversation going. If you are enjoying this, then be sure to like, comment and subscribe wherever you're listening. And why not share with a friend? And with that out of the way, let's get into it. Okay, so this is part two. So this is our like additional, maybe not our like ride or dies, but just still pretty good. Yes, definitely worth a mention. Yeah. So the first one... I honestly would be more surprised if you had heard of it than if you hadn't heard of it, if you see what I mean. Mm. So, Old Possum's Books of Practical Cats is a poetry book. And anyone who knows me knows that I absolutely despise poetry. It's the only poetry book I've ever been able to physically look at with my own eyes because it is that good. Um, So they're written by T.S. Eliot. It was originally published in 1939. You may not recognise the actual title of it as Old Possum's Books of Practical Cats, but it did inspire the Andrew Lloyd Webber musical Cats and the Tom Hooper film Cats, which came out in 2019 absolutely stellar cast um yeah and i obviously i love cats so this one spoke to me oh <laughs> yeah i don't know if you knew that i have a couple of cats so have you ever seen the musical or the film no i haven't seen the musical although i did mm. hear that the film got a lot of well people didn't like the film that's what i heard <laughs> people don't like the film i think it's really hard um i think we spoke about this in the last episode about fantastic beasts in that you kind of get to a point with the franchise or with a series or just like a branding i suppose you could say for this instance where they try to capitalize off it too much the book brilliant the musical brilliant the film okay but when you compare it to the musical in particular it's just dire yeah that's that's, yeah (laughs) Which is such a shame because it had all the marks to be a really great film. It had an amazing, amazing cast as well. Oh, it really did. There were some great actors in yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, but... James Corden was in it, Taylor Swift, uh, Jennifer... Well, hold on, I, I just... <laughs> when I say amazing actors, I don't think of James Corden or Taylor Swift. <laughs> okay, we're very different people. <laughs> <laughs> Ian McKellen was, thinking, was in it. Ian McKellen. Yeah, I was thinking Ian McKellen, Judy Dench. Yeah, okay. <laughs> James Corden. Yeah, James Corden. <laughs> Taylor, Taylor Swift. <laughs> They're the first ones that came to mind. Okay. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> obviously, the music in it is just iconic. Everybody knows the music. I do think that the way that they like superimposed the faces or however they did it like the costumes and then the blending of the actual skin just very creepy um i think i mainly included this on the best movies based on books but more for the musical than the actual yeah film yeah, yeah i'm a massive massive musical fan so <sighs> unfortunately i haven't seen it yet but obviously i know all the songs of my heart and yeah, one day when the theatres are back open again, I would love to go see it. Mm. 
And the oh, poem, some of the poems in it are really funny. I read it when I was really young. Again, I think I read yeah. it when I was about nine or ten. So, ah, mm. yeah. One thing I'd like to do when things go back to normal is definitely go to the theatre more often because yeah. the only time I went it was on a couple of school trips. So I've never. There was a point in time where I would spend like any extra income I had on theatre tickets. Um, yeah. If you get the really shoddy seats right at the back, they're actually quite good value for money. Um, it is quite wow. a trek all the way up to the very back of the theatre, but you, you're still there. And like we were saying in the last episode about the cinema, cinematic atmosphere, it's definitely the same in theatre. When I was meant to go to the theatre, I think two or three times last year, and they all got cancelled. I'm all, I've already booked in to go in May. Um, one of my friends bought me tickets for my birthday to go see Waitress, and oh, I nice. really hope it can happen. I know. Well, we both love oh. the theatre, and I'm really hoping I can go. But I fingers don't know. crossed, you know. You've got fingers to stay crossed. I've also got another one booked in in June. Basically, just going to all the rescheduled ones. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, hopefully, if COVID like goes in the next like couple of months, I should be able to go to the theatre again. Hooray, that'd be Hooray. great for all of us. <laughs> Just get me somewhere that isn't <laughs> my bedroom. <laughs> and, maybe, and maybe she'll be able to stop talking because she's in the theatre. Yes, maybe I will actually stop talking. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's all I've got to say on that one, really. Um, but if you are a massive Cats fan, definitely check it out. I think it's also a really good way to introduce children to poetry. It's not like the easiest poetry in the world, but... I definitely find that when you can introduce a book to a child and then show them the film of it, um, they respond so much better to it, like Peter Rabbit and um, any other kids' films that I can't think of right now. But, like, Cats is a really, really good one to show them, to Mm. get them interested in poetry. Yes. Nice. That was a nice, short but sweet one. It was. Yeah. And and now on to one that's potentially a bit more of a... Well, maybe a debate, but... Oh, yeah, it is a bit of a debate, and I want to know your answer first. Okay. So, the topic is, can we compare A Christmas Carol to A Muppet's Christmas Carol? And Yes. By which version of A Christmas Carol are you wanting to compare to The Muppet's version? The book? <laughs> <laughs> written by Charles Dickens? <laughs> I didn't know if you meant, like, wanted to compare it to one of the other films as well. Oh, okay. No, no, no. No, no. no, no. I mean, if you want to do that, then crack on, because I know you wouldn't have read The Christmas Carol, but... Oh, you say that so confidently. I'm about to shut <laughs> you down, woman. <laughs> I don't mean it like that. I have read every but... single line in A Christmas Carol. <laughs> but can we compare, like prose literature like old english literature to a green puppet american... who's a frog yeah a green puppet <laughs> american comedies who'd have thought i don't think charles dickens would have ever imagined this would happen to his book no i mean poor sod is probably you know buried wherever he's buried and just like seriously guys yeah <laughs> seriously there's a green frog puppet playing like one of my most iconic characters. But at least you got Michael Caine, so that's okay. <laughs> got Michael Caine. Yeah. I actually watched it around Christmas, and I had to look up what year it was made because Michael Caine looks so young in it. I know it's yeah, it's it's not a modern. I film. always just yeah, I always just imagine him as like a really old man. But <laughs> Michael Caine's the, the been film, an old man for all his life. <laughs> all his like like David Attenborough, they've just been old forever. Like they were never young. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> but but a Muppet Christmas Carol was made in ninety two, so that is nearly thirty years ago. Yeah, God. But yeah, do you think we can compare it to the book A Christmas Carol, which was written in eighteen forty three, so over a hundred years before that? I think it's a yes and no answer. I mean, yes, because mm. it is based off that that same story and how the you know you can compare the characters to think, oh, what's this version like compared to that version? But it's also no because well how different it is that's that's my i'm on the fence mm. is what where i am you're on the fence i am have you have you got a preferred adaptation of a christmas carol because there are plenty out there um uh, my favorite would probably be the 2009 disney version 
Oh, with Jim Carrey. With Jim Carrey, yes. Which I saw yeah. it in the cinema in 3D, I remember. Yeah. <gasps> oh, I've never been brave enough for 3D. Have you not? Oh. No. Oh, it, it just feels like a lot going on in It's not like, really a thing anymore. Eyes. They don't really do 3D films. <laughs> you missed your chance. <laughs> no. No. Oh, what a shame. I'm so gutted. But it just felt like a lot going on because I have my actual, like, prescription glasses and then I'd have the 3D yeah, glasses yeah. and layering two sets of glasses is painful at the best of times <laughs> you know it's yeah. just a lot happening yeah i mean i think we can compare a muppet christmas carol to the book as you say i don't think it's what charles dickens envisioned but you've got to think there are so many adaptations of it there's also a disney mickey mouse version i remember watching that a lot when i was a kid yeah i don't know if it came out as like its own feature film or it was just like i don't know but I do remember watching that loads when I was a kid. And similar to my previous point, it's a really good way to get kids involved, kids interested in that sort of thing. Yeah. And the songs are just so funny. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. That's something the book didn't have, songs. <laughs> no, that's very true. <laughs> yeah, actually, I, I read um, in the news, I think as well, around Christmas time, that they found a song from the movie, which was cut, but they found it again. That was, oh, yeah. did they say why it was cut? I think it was just to do with the length of the film, and they had to cut it. They had to uh, cut it for time, yeah. and then, like everyone thought, all oh, that version like was just lost, but then they found it recently. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. I'm gonna have to find that now. Yeah. I'll play it on repeat tonight. Yeah. My neighbours will love I'm me. I'm sure that's a thing. <laughs> I'm sure it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna Google it and make sure. Yes. Um. But yeah, but no, I. I I really enjoy it, mm, and I I enjoy the book. It was I mean it's not it's not long, you know. It's a nice short read, and yeah, it, like you know when I, when I read it, I was like, wow, I I can't wait can't wait to read the next bit. You know, this is actually good. Yeah, and I haven't bought a copy. But, That's what happens when you read. Well, sometimes <laughs> I'm just reading it because I have to. Sometimes I'm I'm mm. reading it and I'm like, I I want to read more. You know, I want to know what. Mm. what's gonna happen yeah yeah but yeah so it's, it's on my book buy list that's what i want to get a copy of christmas carol oh that's the, that's the only, oh, only okay. one on list <laughs> the only book to oh, buy. along with all the ones you um, mentioned in the previous episode yes absolutely i'm sure you're definitely going to be buying them on ebay as soon as we stop oh, recording yes. <laughs> and there's also such an important moral in it and the moral isn't lost in the muppet version either of the like gratitude and that sort of thing i can't quite remember is it gratitude is it just kindness i suppose it's all of that isn't it, it? yeah definitely and it's i remember the first time watching the muppet christmas carol and the disney mickey mouse one where ebenezer scrooge actually wakes up christmas morning and he feels happy and he buys um he gives the boy money to go buy his family turkey and just being like, oh, there are some nice people mm. in the world. Yeah, I think it's just really important. And then, like, kids always want to be like, oh, I want to do something good. And it's like, okay, you've got to think of something because we can't buy everyone a turkey. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it's really sweet. And like I said to you before we started recording, it's my stepmom's favourite Christmas film. So yeah. roll on November and that is all we have on the telly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, looking forward to Christmas already. Oh, love it, absolutely. It's my favourite time of the year. I just love it. As soon as, yeah, I am, Halloween I out am the way, getting better at it. it. <laughs> I'm getting better at liking Christmas. I definitely still prefer Halloween. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a Halloween person. I'm just not interested. Not bothered. Not no. even about like all the sweets. Yeah, I used to be, but now I'm older. You know, I can't go trick-or-treating anymore, so I'm kind of <laughs> bored of Halloween. <laughs> can't go trick-or-treating anymore means Sad. nothing to me now Sad. i won't answer the door to any other kids <laughs> oh that's really harsh <laughs> what did they do old, to you i'm an old man i'm in bed by then i can't do that <laughs> what by like six in the evening yes oh that's so yeah. sweet okay <laughs> right let's <laughs> let's go on to one that you can talk about most because i actually haven't read these ones no, well, I suppose it's hard to say read because yes, although there are books, it all originated from comic books, and people are, oh, comic book isn't a book. Well, it's still then you reading. Get the whole gr- 
you're still it's still words. There might not be many, but there are words. <laughs> it's a book. Then you get into that whole oh, was it a graphic novel? Well, that's kind of in between a comic book and a book, and it's yeah. But so many things. Yes, but I think it's safe to say that a lot of the Marvel movies, especially the ones in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, are some of the most successful. And I think mm. Avengers Endgame, the latest Avengers movie, is the highest grossing movie of all time. Mm. With over $2 billion earned at the box office. Jesus. That's crazy to think that you yeah. know, people are, oh, it's just superheroes, but hey, there's clearly a market for that. People are going <laughs> to see. There's <laughs> just a very and, slight market for it. Oh yeah, you know, nothing too big or anything. Yeah. But I put it on this list because you know, it, it's been going like some of the first comics were made back in like the thirties and the forties yeah. and now it's still going strong today and then you know, there's all sorts to it. And I think, oh yes, it's definitely some of the best movies based on them because they're the most successful. I think if they're well received and they made a lot of money, I think they're successful. Oh yeah, absolutely. And also if um you know, the viewership can match the readership, you know, if you can love a book as much as you love a film, that puts mm. it on this sort of list. The best movies based on a book. You have to love the book and the film. Yeah. And, you know, as kind of this century comic people that you don't see comic books in shops especially not in the uk i don't no. see comic books in shops like you do get your specific comic stores and maybe in a kid's magazine you'll find some comics but it's not really a thing like it was in america for example no. but you know since no. these movies came out there's kind of been that resurgence you know you can get them on your phone or on the internet now you don't have to buy the physical books same with any books really now you don't have to get the physical thing you can go online and still read it and there's yeah. definitely kind of been that resurgence in people taking an interest. Oh, this is based on, on the book? Yeah, I'm going to go read the film now. Some people don't know it was based on books. So Yeah, yeah. It goes for Absolutely. a lot of movies, not just superhero ones or Marvel. You know, you can... Like, even one I'll go on to talk about next, like James Bond. When, I mean, Ooh, when I was young, spoiler. I did Spoilers. I didn't know the James Bond series was based on books, but it mm. is, and this so many books and so many movies and people you know go back to read them after finding out about the films so yeah i think yeah they definitely go hand in hand uh, a successful movie based on a successful book it, you know they're gonna complement each other oh yeah absolutely um just out of interest this is just me being nosy do you know what the first comic released in 1939 was of the very first one. <laughs> Are you quizzing do you, do me? You do you know? have the answer? Is that what? No, oh. I don't. I, I just wondered if you knew. Um, I don't think it was anything mainstream. So I don't think it was anything like Superman or Batman or anything. Although they were amongst the earliest. But mm, I think it. Yeah. I think it was something. I, I'm not sure. I want to Google it. Have a quick Google. Going, I'll, I'll. I know. I'll do some like music. <laughs> 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 I will not do music. Okay, so according to Google, the first modern comic book was called The Famous Funnies, and it was released in the US in 1933. Careful how you say that. Famous Funnies. That's <laughs> F-U-N-N-I-E-S. <laughs> Just that it's not mistaken for anything else. Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> but no, comics are. I think comics should be seen as a viable reading resource. I know that for my brothers and my cousins who are all boys, reading for them did not come as naturally as it did to me. So getting them to read anything was a miracle and a struggle, all in the same breath. So getting them to read a comic just to get them to recognise words and understand how stories and narratives works that was just amazing and then as they got older we could like wean them off them and get them to read like proper paperback hardback hardback books but yeah just for that like beginning stage and they always feel so proud of it like their friends would be reading like i don't know what like david williams or whatever Mm. And they'll be like, oh, well, I'm reading this comic book and I'm reading about Spider-Man. Yeah, they love it. They love it. Yeah. Yeah. And just going off that, 
I think, especially these days, a lot of kids don't read as much in general. There's so much content online and videos and all these apps, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and they just want to watch stuff. But I think if they're watching cartoons, for example, a comic book isn't too far away from that. So you could go from like, right, they're watching a lot of cartoons. If they can start to read a comic book, then they could go on to read a book. You know, it can be that kind of progression. So you could... You know, there you go. That's my parenting tip. <laughs> if you want your kids to read parenting a book, tips. start with a comic book. Par- <laughs> parenting tips from two very single, very young people. Young people. <laughs> we have no expertise in this field, but that's my parenting advice. We have no idea. Well, it might not even work. I sort of have an idea, but not really. So don't take it as gospel. That's, that's just um, an idea I thought of just now, but I think it could work. I I think you're definitely right. Um, and there's just so much good that can come from reading i don't want to sound like i'm being like patronizing or like preaching or anything but just allowing a child to use their own imagination is just so powerful Mm, definitely and if we can only really introduce that through comic books and so be it as long as that imagination is being stimulated in some way so yeah and it's it's hard because yeah a lot of kids don't want to read a book they just no. rather be on their phones or on a tablet no. or something and just watch things instead. But Yeah, and a lot of the time kids will say to me, why am I going to read a book when I can watch a film? It's so much yeah. quicker. Well, some comic books are quite quick and easy to get mm-hmm. through. And yeah, so... like I said with The Christmas Carol, it's not that long compared to some other books, you know, you can... No, no, the um, T.S. Eliot, Old Possum's Books for, of Practical Cats, that's quite short. I mean, it's literally a poem yeah. on each page and can't be more than about 50 pages mm. long. Yeah. Yeah. So from one successful movie series based on books to another one, which I alluded to earlier, <laughs> James Bond. So they were written by Ian Fleming uh, from 1953 to 1966. But, you know... Even after uh, his death, there's been people writing these books. Yeah. And I I even met... They did a series for like a, a young James Bond. And I, actually, I met the author, Charlie Higson. They came oh. to a school to do a little reading, a little promotion for the books. Oh, and so it's like, oh, cool. Because yeah, I'm a big James Bond fan. So I... Of course, I didn't read the book, but I met the author of, of the said book. <laughs> yes, I mean, obviously I didn't read it. Well, I'm actually going to disappoint you now. I've never read a James Bond book, nor have I ever watched a James Bond film. You have not even seen a film? No. They're I've on seen, TV like, all the time. I know, and like around Christmas, like you see bits and bobs, but I've never yeah. sat down and like properly oh, watched. So my, I can't my... even ask you who's your favourite Bond, because well, you won't know. I can choose the most attractive, <laughs> but my dad, it's like the one thing that my dad is like ready to, to like disown me for, for my whole life. Like he, he's quite ready to, um, you know, remove me from the family because I just have never watched the James Bond film. Oh yeah. I think although out of all my family, I'm probably the most into it. My dad kind of is, but I think I am more so. Yeah, I just um, don't know why. Yeah. What do you love so much about them? I don't know. It's just a cool British action movie. <laughs> He's a spy, you know. That's it's just cool. You know, the it's gadgets, the cars. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> as a kid, I'd, I'd love that sort of thing. Like, oh, yeah, I can. I'd be not. I won't be a real spy, but I can be an actor and be James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> I can't commit to being a real spy, so. <laughs> so I'll just be an actor who pretends to be a spy instead. Yeah, see, I'm when it comes to spies, I'm I'm gonna be really basic and say I'm more of a Johnny English kind of gal. I'm more of a cock up spy kind of gal. <laughs> the people who wrote the first, I think, yeah, the first, maybe maybe all the Johnny English films, they actually wrote James Bond films, so it's not too oh. far. Yeah, which I thought was interesting because when I found that out, I thought, oh, that's cool. They've gone from writing cool. the actual serious stuff. To writing a comedy so i thought that was kind of nice how they could you know just do things they couldn't do in like the serious film yeah so that was a interesting oh, yeah. fact 
Um, so going back to what you asked me, well, tried to ask me, who is your favourite Bond? I like Daniel Craig. He gets a bit of hate, but I quite like him. Mainly because he was the Bond that I grew up watching first, because he's the current one. So yeah, there was him. But I like Sean Connery. You know, he was the first. He, yeah, I've seen a few of his movies. Pretty good. Yeah, and then Pierce Brosnan. You know, he's kind of he was he had his own charm about James Bond. So I think he's quite yeah. cool. That's the one I'd say would be my favourite just because he's the most attractive. <laughs> I think so too. He is, isn't he? He is Oh, yes. He is, yeah, James Bond. So that was good. Yeah. Who would you love to see as James Bond? Because I know there have been, there are always rumours out there as to who it's the a, next... It's a very topical question. Who could mm. be the next James Bond? And I, I just don't know. I'm, I'm there just... have been loads of rumours about Idris Elba, maybe. What yeah. do you think about Idris Elba? I think he's a great actor. But I just don't see him as James Bond. And that's not because he's not a white guy. But I just... Idris Elba, to me, is a bit more kind of rugged compared to James Bond. Mm. I think he's a bit more... Yeah. Like, he seems a bit too tough to be James Bond, I think. Mm. I mean, I would probably watch it more if Idris Elba was in it because he does have a very special place in my heart. Yeah. After being watching Luther one summer. Yeah. And yeah, I probably would watch it if Idris was in it, but you know, you mm. know. Yeah. <laughs> who who would you like think of all the actors in the world, who do you think would be like your favourite? Like who would you love to see in that role? I, I just don't know because they all they every time a new I mean, let's say typically a British male white actor is in some new project they're like oh he could be the next james bond or not not even you know it's not all based on the race but like even these days it's not even just the white british actors obviously idris elba or i mean i have um there was another one recently i can't remember what his name was because i He's in a show I haven't watched, so I don't know the name of that either. But <laughs> he's in a show I haven't watched. That sounds like loads, to be honest. But yeah, they, every time this new actor has done a project, they're like, "Right, are you the next James Bond? Is it you? Is it you?" So I don't know. But people want Tom Hardy, don't they? They want Tom Hiddleston. Uh... Mm, Tom Hardy would also be <laughs> lovely. Um... I think he could put <laughs> it off. Would... Yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah, I mean Venom on the side as well. He can do yeah, both. Yeah. I'm sure he can. He he he's very skilled. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he can multitask. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I was actually thinking. I don't know if he'd be too young. Actually, maybe like Richard Madden. Yeah, he's another one who's been. Mm. I think that's good. I mean, because they. I think they I'm just need... listing all the guys I fancy. <laughs> I think they need a younger, a younger guy to be Bond. They're like, not too young, but. No, they yeah. Want, it just... They want the, the films to keep going, right? They want to make as many as they can with one actor. I know. And I think they you can't you can't get like, I don't know, Ian McKellen into it. Exactly. I mean, it would just take it out of it. Yeah. And I think Daniel Craig's in his fifties. I want to say he's in his fifties now. But it just sounds so yeah. unrealistic. I mean, my parents aren't even fifty yet, and the idea of them jumping <laughs> from building to building is just—it's crazy, right? Beyond me. Like my mum struggles to get out of bed most mornings because of backache. Like, <laughs> how is Daniel Craig, you know, sword fighting or whatever he's doing? Yeah. Like, it's like on the kind of similar Mission Impossible Tom Cruise that guy's he's mm. 56 57 and he does all his own stunts and you wouldn't think like he... my my grandparents were grandparents by that age yeah. like I, can you imagine like your nana your granddad like doing what he I does I know it's great like no way would they be able to do that it's just like they must be on some certain type of steroids or something. Oh, to, not just to keep up with the stamina. Like my mum, like she'll work for like four hours and she'll be like, "Gotta go for a lie down now." <laughs> like she couldn't keep up with them at not all. Not my man, Tom Cruise. He is not my man. He's Tom a Cruise. Ma- he's a machine of a man <laughs> when it comes to doing those stunts. He's yeah. Oh, good God! I really, I, oh, I don't know how I feel about Tom Cruise. This is going so off topic, but I really don't know how I feel about Tom Cruise. Really? Well, there was that controversy about him shouting at his staff 
Um, I I heard about that, and I, do you know what? I understood where he's coming from. So I do, I do agree with him. But there is ways to go about things. I mean, we don't, we don't know the full story behind it. No, no. we don't. Yeah. But it just, it didn't make, it didn't make him look very good. Exactly, and I feel like that was d- d- done deliberately. That's what I feel. Oh, conspiracy <laughs> theory. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> So, okay, so you sort of answered the question of you haven't read any James Bond books, but you have watched the films. I have. And that's good enough, I think. It is, yeah. <laughs> like, um, I'm a movie guy. That's that's what I am. I oh, You've got to make time for both. That's the thing. Mm. But now mm. you're here, look, it's got that balance. You know, you're the books and I'm the movies. There we yeah, go. <laughs> what's Jake? Jake is TV shows, I think. Jake is TV shows. Okay, yeah. that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. See, look, it's a well-rounded trio. We're, yeah, we're doing really <laughs> well as our little three musketeer thing. Mm-hmm. So are we ready to move on to the next one? Yeah, this is back to you. Back to me. It's mostly me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, couldn't talk about movie adaptations without talking about The Chronicles of Narnia uh, by C.S. Lewis. Um these were children's books written in the 50s um, and they were made into films between 2005 and 2010. Uh, something that we've actually said quite a lot for a lot of the films we've mentioned is that it's a series we sort of grew up with. I remember when the first one came out and I remember that Christmas my nan bought it for me on DVD and I watched it like Oh my god, I must have worn that disc out so much. I just <laughs> loved it so much. And then when I was at school, when I was in like year three, so I would have been about seven or eight, yeah. I read The Chronicles of Narnia and I loved them. I didn't like the Prince Caspian one. Yeah, yeah. But I really liked the others. Yeah. So it is weird reading children's books from that time because they are so much more mature than like David Williams or anything like that that you would find written nowadays. But they are still very, if you have a confident reader, I would definitely push them into reading that sort of thing. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, so have you seen the films? <laughs> I feel like I'm sort of hanging on to my hope with you by a thread. Oh, really? Is that how you feel? <laughs> it's just that, have you read anything ever? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I've, I've read about three of these things that you've mentioned. Oh, okay. Across, that... across both episodes, I've read about three of the books. <laughs> That's really reassuring. It is. See, I, I, yeah, I don't have eyes for reading. I have ears for listening. <laughs> I really wonder where you were going with that. Like, what are your eyes for then? <laughs> what uh, do your eyes do? They look. They don't read. <laughs> they just play... I feel like we're just losing it at this point. Like, they're... come on. <laughs> My... <laughs> My eyes, they're just they're placeholders. They're windows to the soul. <laughs> placeholders. <laughs> okay. Like yeah. a poster. Yeah, don't put your cups on my eyes. <laughs> 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 oh, but then if you're going to argue that point, then my eyes aren't meant for reading either, and that's why I've got glasses. I have glasses too. I'm holding them right now. Are they being held on your face or in your hand? Currently in my hands, although I was, they were, my face was holding them a moment ago. <laughs> Why my face was holding them? <laughs> can you, can your face hold things? <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. That's a question. <laughs> Should we give it a go for a video? <laughs> How many things hold... can your face hold? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that game, what was that game where you put the things on, what was it? I can't remember. Oh, the is it the what am I sort of game? Is that what you're thinking? No, not at all. <laughs> but yeah, oh. that one. Yeah, you put things on your face. No, it's a. Um, <laughs> oh, I haven't. Things play- on your face. I haven't played it in over ten years, and it doesn't involve a face. But you're trying to <laughs> put things <gasps> on this animal. Buckaroo. That's it. Yes. Buckaroo! Oh 
my god, Buckaroo used to scare the living daylights out of me. My th- mum used to get it out. I didn't just like because I, I don't like it to go said. off. <laughs> no, oh my god! And then it used to go off, and the cats would like shit themselves and run away, <laughs> and it was just a very distressing experience for everyone oh, involved. God, it was it was traumatic. Yeah. What were we talking about? Chronicles of Narnia before. <laughs> Have you watched any of them? Yeah, I've seen them. I've seen the first two. Oh, good. Okay, what did you think? Um, yeah, they're good. They're, they're nice, aren't they? Uh, do you? They did come out when we were growing up. So, do you have like your childhood memories with these sorts of things? Because I definitely do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, and like, my stepbrother actually put. Um, the actual Lion Witch in the Wardrobe one on the other day um, on Disney Plus. I didn't realise it's on Disney Plus, but it's on Disney Plus. Um, and he put it on, and I was like, "Oh my god, this reminds me of my childhood." And he was like, "Rachel, this came out like three years before I was born." And I was like, "Well, <laughs> that's just so rude." <laughs> uh, just, I find it really hard when I look back at the old films that we sort of grew up with as kids in the um, like mid noughties and things. And then my stepbrother would just be like, actually, Rachel was born in 2008, so I don't have a clue what you're on about. Mm. It's painful. It's painful. It shouldn't be a thing. God. (laughs) This is why younger siblings should not be a thing. (laughs) So all siblings should be the same age? Mm. Born at precisely the same time? Precisely. They cannot be be younger and they cannot be older because then you'll be younger. Not allowed. Well... That's true. Are you That's saying true. we didn't have siblings? Basically, my mother should have stopped when she noticed me. It was like, oh, <laughs> there is beauty and grace in this baby. <laughs> Why do we need more, well, huh? <laughs> I know. I mean, she clearly thought she needed to do it twice more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but with, oh, um, it, uh, with my middle brother, who's 17, it's not too bad because... He's only a couple of years younger than me, and we saw like he was a, he was at least alive when the first film came out. Yeah. Whereas with my youngest brother, it's like, oh my god, you're so young. Mm. Like two thousand and eight was like three minutes ago. Like, <laughs> how are you taller than me? Yeah. So yeah, but oh. no. In short, I love the Chronicles of Narnia. I think um I really got into it because it's set during the World War. Yeah, that's what I liked about it. Yeah, and I had this like really morbid fascination with the World Wars when I was younger. I still kind of do. I just love history, and I don't know, like the first bit where you can hear the air raid sirens go, and like, oh, here we go. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. it's so morbid. The first time I actually saw it was in school because we had to write about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like the the first um so we had to write about the opening, like the first few scenes. Yeah. Like the first half an hour or whatever it was for uh, an English lesson. Mm. And then you know, it was a Friday afternoon, everyone was all just relaxed and it was it was nearly Christmas, so we we got to watch the whole film. And yeah, that was the first time I saw it. And I just really enjoyed it from, yeah. like, I don't want to sound cheesy if I say this, but I don't know if captivating is the right word. Oh, I was mesmerized by this film and <laughs> think, oh, what is this wonderful thing? But it was, it was enjoyable. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is pretty good. Yeah. So yeah. that was my earliest memory of it. I, I do still, as an adult, cry at the scene where the White Witch tortures Aslan. Mm-hmm. I will never not cry that scene. I just, I had to skip it so many times because I oh, just can't cope. I just can't. I think I haven't got the stability for it. Yeah, the movies had a great cast, so that was that was good. Yeah, you only realise when you look back, like how amazing that cast was. Mm, yeah, because like you don't you um, don't think about that when you're a kid watching it, but no, no, you just think that's a fawn with a man's head, and then. When you grow up, wow, you realise, oh, that line okay. really can speak. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Look at you. Aren't you so clever? So if I go into my wardrobe, <laughs> I'll be transported into a different world. <laughs> the amount of times I hid in my wardrobe, and then because I was a slightly obese child, I used to break my wardrobe, <laughs> getting in it. <laughs> and I used to be like, Mom, why won't it let me go to Narnia? 
<laughs> and that's when the harsh reality oh. hits. <laughs> Oh, it's dear. just I'm really glad I did that in my childhood. Yeah. Might be a bit weird if but you But that's do it actually now. now why as an adult I don't have a wardrobe. One, it was too expensive when I moved in, and two, can't have any more Narnia accidents. So. Well, there you go, folks. If you're wondering <laughs> There you go. Why I don't have a wardrobe. Because she I can't be trusted. Can't be trusted not to go to Narnia, really. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like... And oh it was even like um the big sick like fur coats they had i was like mom i want a fur coat and she's like no you don't you're 10 <laughs> and then I, a year later i became a vegetarian anyway so well, there you go <laughs> everything happens for a reason oh dear <laughs> it does indeed yes so does that wrap up our our list there yeah, so if you want to, if we want to go on to the intermission. We will indeed. So. <gasps> I've just seen what your news story is for this week. Oh my God, that's so dramatic. <laughs> well, okay, all, sorry, I won't ruin it. All will be revealed. Okay, so if you are liking what you are hearing at the moment, don't forget to like, comment, share and subscribe wherever you are listening to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you want to see a bit more something a bit different which you might not have seen yet we've been promoting it for a little while now but hey you could be new so we want to let you know that we do have a second youtube channel if you're not maybe you haven't even heard of our first youtube channel so how are they listening to us oh right yeah yeah we are (laughs) podcast on a variety of platforms youtube spotify Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, everywhere else. There's a long <laughs> All list. All the podcasts. Literally, you can't find a podcast app, but we won't be there. I'm sure of that. <laughs> it's not a guarantee, but we're no, 90% no. sure. No, yeah. And <laughs> 99.9%, just for legal reasons. <laughs> just for legal reasons. <laughs> if you want to have a cheeky look in our description and see where to stalk us on all our social media, you can. There are lots of social media links, so... Don't feel like you need to follow them all, but we will cry if you don't. Actually, follow them all, but don't stalk us. We, you know, keep a safe distance. You know, keep, it's, keep it's a 2021. <laughs> Everything's about safe distances, okay? Yes. Because <laughs> we're, we're all about that. And if you want to let us know that you're also all about that, then use the hashtag, hashtag Daily Weekly Podcast, so we can interact. We can chat. Yeah. And if you are wanting to start your own podcast or YouTube channel, apparently Bradley's been asked this lots of times. I personally haven't, which I find quite offensive. Please check out the links in our description below to see the sort of gear we use, what what we edit on, and all the like technical stuff that I'm clearly not aware of. So <laughs> I will be checking it out. You guys should see. And yeah, just just to quickly backtrack there, I wouldn't say I'm asked all the time. I don't want to big myself up. <laughs> Every time we go into that section, you're like, people ask me all the time. Well, I, and I'm I, like, who? <laughs> I only say it in case someone's listening for the first time. <laughs> oh, like big yourself up a bit. No, just to let them... <laughs> Yes, I might repeat that every episode, but it's just. It's just oh, yeah. we gotta make like a little thingy, um, like a compilation now of you just saying. People always ask me. Everybody in that are we have a exclusive group chat for like-minded <laughs> creators, and almost everyone in that chat has asked me how to start a podcast, and I say to them the Apart same thing: me. I'm not an expert, but I'll help if I can. <laughs> Oh, what a love. Okay. But <laughs> so now I that also gone... want to say one more thing. Go on, If go it on. wasn't for Rachel, then I wouldn't have done a podcast to begin with. So oh, there we go. It, it all comes full circle now that you're working for us. It's all come full circle. <laughs> exactly. I mean, oh. first I inspire you, now I work for you. <laughs> it's just, That's... you know... It's beautiful, honestly. Doesn't it reflect life perfectly? <laughs> it reflects society. It does. You can go from being it's at the reflects top. Reflects society. Being... <laughs> it's like the <laughs> student has bitch. become the master. <laughs> Quite literally, I'm a I student have become and now a student I'm the again. <laughs> and I'm a student again. <laughs> yeah. And then you'll become master oh. again and take over. 
<laughs> I think I'm halfway there. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you move quickly. <laughs> well, you can't muck around this day and age. <laughs> oh, it's time for the not yet title news. Oh, is it? It is. Oh, no, it isn't. No, it isn't. Damn, I'm getting ahead Good of myself job. now. Right, the student has become the master. Has he? <laughs> has he? <laughs> well, like you said, you don't want to waste time. I wanted to save my job, but I still have it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. We're going to hold it together for the last two. <laughs> yes. Okay, this is this is yours. It is mine. Mine entirely. So now it's time for some... <laughs> Honourable mentions, you know, nothing too big, but I think they're worth talking about. So the first one would be the Godfather series, written by Mario. I'm gonna pronounce this Puzo. Could be wrong. Yeah. Um, written from 1969 to 2012, and the movies were directed by Francis Ford Coppola from 1972 to 1990. Um, now, obviously, I I have not read the book or seen the films, but. From what the internet tells me, thank God for you, internet, that the film, the fir- especially the first film, the sequel's not so much, but the first film is one that everyone said, oh, you got to see this. It's a great film. And I've been told to watch it so yeah, many me, times. Yeah, me too. And everyone said, you got to watch The Godfather. Like, it's just a cinematic masterpiece. And that's, I mean, I haven't seen it, so I can't say if that's been dramatic, but a lot of people always talk about it. Again, the sequels I've heard, they aren't that great, they're good, but the first one was better and... There was that. Always that way. It tends it? to be, except for Shrek and Shrek 2, because Shrek 2 is better than <laughs> the first. Let's compare The Godfather and Shrek. There you go. That's a topic. <laughs> well, maybe because I haven't ever seen The Godfather films either, because I think my parents shielded me quite a lot from scary films. Um, maybe we should do like a reacts video yes there we it. go react to the godfather that'd be like getting our first reaction to the godfather yeah i feel like that's a big one. if you want to see that let, yeah, us, let know. us know and we'll do it in covid safe times yes. whenever that yes. be so i'll just come i'll just come over like a hazmat suit <laughs> <laughs> i'm safe and ready Don't to worry, go i've got a two meter pole so that'll keep me safe what for for covid security you have a poll yeah, I, for COVID I security. I got it from the company, COVID Security Solutions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You, you don't have one? No. What? 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 No, wow. I have an umbrella and... An umbrella. A loud mm-hmm. voice. And a loud voice. That's going to keep you safe, <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah. Tut, tut. It's done all right this far. Well, do you know what else is going to keep me safe? A car that can fly. A car that can fly. Oh, because you know what? Sometimes the M25 is a right biatch in the morning. Yeah, what I would do if I had my own flying car. Is fly. Is is fly, mainly. In said car. If I could drive. (laughs) If I could fly, I'd be a car. (laughs) If I could drive, I would. (laughs) That's all I'm saying to that. Um, What's quite interesting... What's quite interesting about this is that it was written by the same guy that wrote the James Bond film, the James Bond books, even. Yeah, and I did. I only found this out because there's a documentary on TV, not too long ago, where David Walliams and this like, <gasps> inventor guy were trying to see if they could make the car from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang fly. Yeah, because obviously. Oh my goodness! I saw the advert for that. I'm so gutted I missed it because I do I like Idris Elba. I have a bit of a thing for David Williams. It's very weird, and we're not going to get into it. But I'm so <laughs> gutted that I missed it. I, I never intended to watch it, but <laughs> it was on, and I never changed the channel. And I found it rather <laughs> interesting, actually. Did they make it fly? Uh, not how you'd like it to. Oh, that's bit. Yeah, because it was mm. practically physically impossible to. What, to make a car fly? To get that car to fly <laughs> in a way that it looked so, yeah, like it could just fly. But it's worth checking out um, if you're into yeah. that sort of thing. But yeah, so that's when I found out that Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, the novel, was also written by this Ian Fleming who also wrote James Bond, which is is kind of strange to think about, I think, because I, mm. I would never think of those two f- films being from the, created by the same person. 
No, and no. what I found even more interesting when I made notes for this is that Roald Dahl actually helped write the uh, screenplay for yeah. Chi Chi Bang Bang, which I didn't know that either. I didn't know that, and I'm actually pretty good that we didn't include any Roald Dahl books in either of these lists. Yeah, because oh, I guess we're going to have to make a part three, Rachel. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, they're going to love it. Oh, dear. Um, but maybe that's because I... I actually haven't read Chitty Chitty Bang Bang the book, but obviously I've seen the film yeah. thousands of times. Yeah. And maybe the book is quite different to the film because the film, if Roald Dahl was to ever write any screenplay, it would be Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Yeah. It's just so Roald Dahl-esque, I think. Like, the colours and the characters, like, Barbara Windsor's in it. Like, it's that mm. sort of film. Um, so maybe the Ian Fleming novel is quite different. Maybe we need to read it and find out. Yeah, we got uh gotta find that out. Little investigation there. Yeah, it's also quite worrying. I've only just realised it's called Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. You don't want your car to be going bang bang. <laughs> no. <laughs> but that's the sounds it made apparently that's why it was called that so you know that's what happens when i drive <laughs> um, this is why rachel's no. not on the roads because her car goes <laughs> Just... bang bang boom explosion <laughs> oh good god it's so much safer <laughs> that i don't drive please don't encourage me anyone to do it oh. <laughs> so yeah i i love the film and now that i know that it's a book i'm gonna get onto ebay and buy that book I feel like you will actually follow up on that as well. I was literally picking up my phone to do it. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, right. We're going to at least wait until we finish recording for that. We are indeed. And we're getting close, people. We're D- nearly well there. done. <laughs> well, well done, done for us making it there, for you making it there, because it's certainly been something this, this time. <laughs> yeah, could say that. I feel like it was such a good idea to record two episodes back to back and now we're a bit delirious and Yeah, yeah, on paper it's... it seemed amazing but Oh we're <laughs> we, gonna we do it so well and we just like recorded for like three hours straight and now we're like please like us. Yes. <laughs> we hope you're enjoying it. It's a bit casual, a bit more informal, but you know, we're all it's just having... We're fine. Yeah, we're all good, aren't we? We're all good. We're fine. We're fine. So yeah, I think we have actually wrapped up quite well there. Yeah, and now it is time for the not yet titled news. I'm sure of it. Yeah, is it? Am I? Am I wrong? Yeah, I mean we don't need to do these general discussion points no. that you've outlined now. Everyone it's... knows where to go for our media recommendations. Every... <laughs> Basically, if you really want to hear the general discussion points, just listen to every other episode ever. Not ever. They it used to be different, but we're changing, so things are different. <laughs> it's the it's basically the same amount of episodes as when Bradley said, Everyone always asks me. <laughs> basically the last three episodes. Since you <laughs> since Everyone always asks me, Rach, you know. <laughs> since Rachel's joined the team and it's been me and her co hosting these podcast episodes, it's all changed. <laughs> I know. I Blame mean I just her. Bring the worst haters gonna people. hate. <laughs> I don't. I want to put spoons on my eyes. <laughs> hey, that's a video idea. Oh no! Please don't, because you know I will. How long can you keep spoons on your eyes? Hey, we said about not putting cups on your eyes. Put spoons there instead. Right, that's it. I'm I'm going to do it. It's time for the not yet titled news. Now, this story is actually from July 2020, but. It was in the archives. A bit outdated. A little bit, but it was one me and Jake never got around to featuring, and I, I just want to feature it now because I think it's just... <sighs> Plans for a floating budget hotel on Swansea waterfront scuppered as the boat sinks. <laughs> so <laughs> right. the boat that was... Floating hotel in itself sounds quite far-fetched. It does, and the boat that was going to be the floating hotel sunk before it was launched. <laughs> That's just like all my Titanic <laughs> nightmares in one. At least, at least it <laughs> happened when no one was on it, you know. But I just... Well, you say that. There might have been like a cleaner on there. There might have been like, I don't know, like the cooks, <laughs> like staff. I, I... <laughs> no one cares about them. I just, I just found it funny because it's just... <laughs> Because you're a sadist. No, not at all. But it's just <laughs> ironic, isn't it? Oh, 
It is our. Why did it? Do you want to read out the article and then I'll stop and I'll Then you can interrogate me for my choice of articles. Oh, absolutely. A dream of the first ever floating hotel in Wales was scuppered after the boat earmarked for a transformation into the venue sank. The waterfront in Swansea was to be the site of a budget hotel on a boat with bar, restaurant and coffee shop. Punters would have been able to enjoy a night on the water for little as £20 with live entertainment thrown in sometimes. That's nice. Sometimes. Mm. Sometimes. <laughs> Occasionally, if you're lucky. <laughs> but the 42-metre MV Oliver Cromwell, which is the name of the boat, uh, has sunk off Northern Ireland after a battle between bidders, reports Whale Online. Um... Why is it just why budget hotel? Does that mean it's like a certain chain of hotels that they can't mention, or is it just called a budget hotel? That's what oh, I, I think. I it's just know. kind of cheap and it's not very glamorous. It's just you know. Well, not now. It's not. It's at the bottom well, of the it's ocean. A... Well, you could literally be sleeping with the fishes, I guess. So, like Ariel and the Little Mermaids. <laughs> yeah. They could all be hanging out there. They got a new home. They got holiday home. Why not? Off the coast of <laughs> Wales. Holiday home. <laughs> Where everybody wants a holiday home. <laughs> oh, quite ironic though, thinking back to what we talked about earlier with history, that it's the Oliver Cromwell one that sunk and he was known for revolutionising the royal family. The modern Do you royal think family. It's a conspiracy? <laughs> it was don't turn in something it's not, but absolutely. <laughs> For your £20 a night stay at a budget hotel floating on the water. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could have been anyone in history, couldn't it? It could have been Margaret Thatcher or, I don't know, who else is really, like, controversial history? Um, like Guy Fawkes. Um, they were all there on the boat. Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Ronald Reagan, Margaret Thatcher and Guy Fawkes on a floating hotel (laughs) off way on a a budget floating hotel. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh goodness. I mean imagine that. A setup for a bad joke. (laughs) I was gonna say that. Margaret Thatcher, Ronald Reagan and Guy Fawkes are walking to a bar. (laughs) (laughs) Walking to the bar on the budget hotel on the budget floating hotel. In the coffee shop where they might get some in well, they might get some entertainment. Depends if they go on a certain day. Sometimes. Sometimes if they're feeling up to it. For £20 a night. For £20 a night. Split between three, it's only £6.66. Oh, look at that. <laughs> oh, that's that's pretty much all the article was, really. It's oh, well, that was so. beautiful, really. I love dissecting your um, really oh. well-researched news stories. I know. A lot of time oh, and effort goes into these. Are we ever going to title this news section? No. Okay. Just thought I'd ask. <laughs> well, because well, it's been called the not yet titled news for nearly a year. That's the beauty of it. We didn't have a name for it at the start and now it's kind of stuck. So the name is the not yet titled news. Each to the right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one thing okay. you ain't going to change, girl. <laughs> girl. <laughs> <laughs> You are <laughs> the guy who's in charge around here. I'm putting my foot down. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, then someone's taking charge. Yes, <laughs> oh, um, on that note, yeah, go on. You know what to say. You... I, know what to say <laughs> I know what to say. It's like my third episode. So, oh, you changed it, and I was just gonna go in with I it. Know. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Evil bastard. <laughs> so don't forget to let us know what you think the best movies based on books are. And we might even make another entry. Well, we know we're going to make another entry to this series because we have like the entire catalogue of Roald Dahl to go through. Um, mm-hmm. But if you have any specific recommendations or what you want to see featured, let us know. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, also, as I said earlier, our social media handles are down below. So I don't, really, I don't even need to go over it, really. Just in case you forgot, you know, just, it's a nice just, friendly just reminder. Friendly reminder, please go stalk us and please go be our friends. Because you've been listening for a long time, so we want to reward you with our presence on social media. Just... Where you can enjoy even more of us. I know, because you might miss us, and that would be heartbreaking. You might. It would be. And, you know, yeah. if 
if you are missing us, send, send us a tweet saying, I miss you. Hashtag Daily Weekly Podcast. And, and you know, we, we <laughs> might we might give you a shout out. Why not? <laughs> we might. We might. <laughs> we could do um, that. We, we could, but I don't think anyone's going to do that. Um, <laughs> but thank you so much for listening or watching. If you've been watching us on YouTube, well, we haven't really done anything, but thank you for listening to our voices. Hmm, that was smooth. Um, wasn't it just yeah and just you know share it with your friends get them involved share with a friend Mm. put them through this you know (laughs) because you know they want to you know they want to you know that they want to listen to an absolute movie geek and an absolute book Mm -hmm. nerd talk about this stuff for i don't know like two and a half hours (laughs) it's all been worth it though Oh, and also, if oh, hasn't it just? If you haven't listened to part one, go listen to part one. That's even better. We were more awake when we recorded part one. Part one is actually better. So if you watch this first and not that other one, <laughs> you know what to do now. Oh, you know, just go check it out. It's a little bit longer, but we are more awake, and that that's that's the main that's selling it. point of that's that one. It. Really, that's you might it. find out something else you don't know. There could be a secret. Maybe. We, we I can't actually remember what we said, so... Yeah, because, you know, it was... Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're rambling now. <laughs> we are. We don't want to do that. So thank you and goodbye. Thank you. Bye.